coming to you from stolen equipment and broadcasting from a pirated signal located somewhere in Southern California. This is the Danger Hour Podcast. Oh my God. Podcast is back. I'm your fancy pants host, Jamesy Poo, and oh boy, exciting times. Are you all ready to celebrate? You guessed it, President's Day. All right, everyone's favorite holiday. Hmm, what's my favorite president? Well, maybe one of the Roosevelts, they did lots of good things, or maybe even George W. Bush. Do you remember how he made us all feel safe during that horrible time, 9 11? And we looked to him for guidance and comfort. And he said, uh, hey, hey, fool me once, shame on, sh- sh- shame on you. F- fool me twice. Uh, a fool can't be fooled again. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, if you look back on history, that was one of the highlights, in my opinion. Oh, how can I forget about uh, number 45, Trump? Remember that? Remember that uh, quote he did, my favorite? Okay, this is an island, okay? It's surrounded by water. Big water. Ocean water. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you got a whole, you have a whole day coming up to really reflect on all your favorite past presidents and really celebrate them. James, nobody cares about President's Day. Yeah, you're right. I'm just fooling. I was really talking about Valentine's Day, a day of love, a day to celebrate that special someone. Do you have a special someone? James, are you talking to me? Yes, of course I'm talking to you. Well, not at the moment, James. I'm between things. Would you like to be between these things? Oh my God, James! Yes. Ah, <laughs> relax. That was a joke. Uh, yeah, I mean Valentine's Day, another holiday in which you feel pressured to deliver, right? You got to go spend some money, or be super thoughtful. All right, and if you're not very creative, and you can't make a card or something, or uh, you know, <laughs> sing her a song, or what what have you, you got to go spend some money. The corporate greed, man. And if you don't, if you don't play by the rules, the girls get all upset with you. So where are we gonna go for Valentine's Day? Well, how about nowhere? Because they jack up all the rates and take advantage of everybody. And there's all kinds of people everywhere. How about we celebrate the day after? How about that? It's not the same. Well, then I guess I'll be uh, visiting Pamela Henderson <laughs> and her five sisters. <laughs> Yeah, I was driving around one day. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Because he thought it was good sport because some men aren't looking for anything logical. Like money. So can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I'm driving around. And I'm at this uh, intersection. I look across the way, and I see a little flower shop, all right? And right outside the flower shop is this sign, Be mine this Valentine's Day. And it got me thinking. You know what that's actually saying? Hey, I'd like to have sex with you on Wednesday. 
<laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> so weird. Be mine. Be mine. I'm surprised the woke police hasn't attacked that yet. Ah, uh, excuse me. That's implying that someone is property. Someone belongs to someone else, okay? The, we're way past that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, for what it's worth, I really hope you all uh, get lucky, all right? And as you're thrusting away, uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day or Valentine's Night, whatever, doesn't matter to me. Uh, I, want you to, I want you to picture my voice in your head as you're thrusting away, all right? Like, hey, good job, you did it. You played the game and you got the prize. That's the last thing they want to picture, James. Yeah, you're probably right. But uh, if, it, if it happens to at least one of you, it was all worth it. All right. Now, let's move on to something I call danger updates. All right. Danger updates are uh, obviously <clears throat> updates about the danger hour. Now, if you listened to the last show, you should probably have turned it off after about 40 minutes. But uh, if you did listen to the whole show, I will tell you this. Danger updates. Uh, oh, first of all, um, first of all, courtesy of Brian, a.k.a. the bearded cunt, he said to me, uh, and uh, you know, I, I, I checked the tapes, and he's accurate. I was bitching and moaning about places that require memberships, okay, like Costco. And uh, I was against them. I'm against the whole membership thing, exclusivity. And then I went ahead and I turned around and I said, I have a membership to ButcherBox. So I used the wrong word, all right? I had membership on the brain. Must be love on the brain. Woo! That's got me feeling this way. <clears throat> Sorry. James, are you in a good mood? Uh, it's just the uh, extensive amount of caffeine coursing through my veins. And, uh, you know, I had some gourmet coffee. And you know me, I like my coffee like like my men in my mouth. Oh, my God, James. That's hot. Yep. That's also one of my requirements. Uh, anyhow, unless it's on ice. Where was I going with this? Oh, so I did say membership, but I, in fact, meant subscription. Not to be confused because it's not a membership. I'm going month to month or uh, every month and a half or whatever whatever it is. And so I can cancel any time. <laughs> I don't have to pay to be a part of this program. I'm paying for the product. Thank you. The next update. Oh boy, this is a good one. I hope you're all sitting down. And, uh, you know, you can call me cheap if you'd like, and you might be right. But I, I can't stress it enough. Like in the last episode, I titled the goddamn show after this. It's the principle of the matter. All right? The principle. Now listen. I am, not, uh, I am not cheap. I am the opposite. I am dumb with my money. I believe in living my life and not having anything saved for the future. Now, reckless as that might seem, that's the way it goes. That is the dangerous lifestyle. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no one's ever uh, accused me of being cheap. That's, that's not the that's not the window there. The point is the principle of the matter. Now, what am I talking about? I'm referencing the Hollywood Bowl Smashing Pumpkins show that I won tickets to when I purchased a bottle of wine and some food for my daughter, and they didn't have any wine, and so uh, they said they'd give me a refund, which never came. So, uh, anyway, I, I wind up emailing them again, dude. The squeaky wheel gets grease. And uh, I was like, hey, listen, it's been, it's been more weeks and still I have no refund. And, uh, you know, and I even said, this is taking far too long to resolve. 
And then next thing you know, I don't even think I got a fucking email response. I just got another text saying, your refund's being processed, just like before. And uh, little, lo and behold, it finally went through. Credit on my card. Oh, mama. Not only that, more danger updates. The principal. It got, it got me fired up again. I was like, you know what? I've already reached out to the SoFi people about that fucking asshole. Get your beer here, beer. Who likes a beer? That guy who tipped himself $15 without my permission. I wrote a strongly worded email to that again, and uh, I finally got a response. But my response was a little weird, all right? It was from like a Hotmail email. I'm like, what the fuck? Like a weird one. Like it didn't say anything about SoFi. Like you would expect to be like SoFi customer services at blah 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 dot com. But no, this was like <laughs> like Ashley three at Hotmail. I'm like this is not legit. I think I'm getting pranked. Maybe uh, they intercepted my email. And they're trying to scam me somehow. Whoever, you know, the hackers and whatnot. So I ignored it. And not too long after that, everybody, I got my refund. Oh, another victory for the determined? The Karen, James. You're a Karen. No, no, no. I fight for my beliefs. I'm, I'm sort of a hero. I would be classified as a hero, I think. All right, well, you're all caught up. I hope you're all excited about everything I just <laughs> shared with you. Uh, all right, well, I think now would be a good time to uh, to do a, a really old segment that I hardly ever get to do because I'm always by myself, but... uh. Let's do it anyway, huh? It's time for a little gay or nay. Gay! There's a tingle in my butthole! Nay! I'm manly! Gay or nay, gay or nay, gay or nay. This is gay gay or or nay! nay. Alright, gay or nay is a segment in which I present to you a topic, an idea, a story, or whatever the case. And you determine whether it's gay or nay. Alright, this week, I have been, uh, you know... I'm a little ashamed to admit it. Maybe that's going to reflect on the answer here, the outcome. But uh, is it gay or nay to really like that Harry Styles? Gay, James! <laughs> Can I finish the question, please? Proceed, James. But so far, pretty gay. All right, fair enough. Gay or nay to like that song by Harry Styles called As It Was. Gay, James! <laughs> Why do you even have to ask? Super gay. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, whenever I hear it, I leave it on the... St- if, so when I drive at work, my company, a vehicle, I uh, flip through the radio station and shit sometimes. And uh, when that song comes on, I leave it on. Because, hey, I like it. It's a, it's, a, it's a snappy tune. It's very catchy, that one. I like that tune. Uh, yeah. Um, but I feel ashamed. Like I would not want anyone to hear, like, see or hear me listening to it. But I do like it. Do you know the song? As it was. That one, uh, as it. You know what? Why don't I just play it instead of me trying to do my horrible rendition? Tell him, Harry. You said it. As it was. Don't do back of vocals, James. All right. Anyway, uh, I <laughs> and on Spotify, when, while I'm playing the song, he's jumping around in like a leotard and sliding around and twirling. 
<laughs> Gay James. All right, fine. I I knew where that was going, but you know what? I wanted to sh- I wanted to ha- be vulnerable with you guys for a little bit. You know, open up about myself. You know, I like uh, I like classic rock and uh, really cool bar music and uh, tough guy stuff. But hey, once in a while, <laughs> Harry will get you. Oh my God, James! Can we please move on? Yes, fine. Yes, uh, I know it's not the same as it was, but James, stop it! All right, moving right along. Speaking of gay, oh, oh God, James! Yeah, speaking of gay. Uh, so I don't know if you y'all if y'all watch uh, the Last of Us on HBO Max. It's a uh, apparently it's a video game from PlayStation Network, which I never really played. I've seen someone playing it in the past. And it seemed, it seemed, you know what? I think I might have played like a, who cares? It's a, they turned it into a TV show with, uh, uh, what the hell's his name? Pedro Pascal. Is that his name? The Mandalorian. But before The Mandalorian, he was of uh, Game of Thrones fame. Now, I always remember the scene with him when he's fighting the mountain, right? And he's like, <laughs> spoilers, by the way. But he's like, you raped her. You murdered her. You killed children's. Right? He keeps saying it. <laughs> I want you to confess. You raped her. You murdered her. You killed her children. Yeah, that guy. So, <laughs> so this is one of those like you know post-apocalyptic type shows. But I won't I won't spoil anything for you. But episode three, man, everyone's talking about it. Hate it or love it. Some say it's too woke. You know me. I don't like the wokes. But this one, I fucking, I really enjoyed it. I think it was very well done. I won't spoil it, but I do recommend it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of gay. <clears throat> All right, moving right along. Speaking of actors and show business. Great segue, James. Yep, you know it. Uh, recently, uh, me and my buddy, Gas Boy, we went to a comedy show for Harlan Williams. Remember Harlan Williams? He was on uh, The Motorcycle Cop and Dumb and Dumber. He was in Half Baked. Uh, what else? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in There's Something About Mary. Remember, he was the hitchhiker that the guy picked up? Seven Minute Abs. That guy. <laughs> you know who he is. So he's a comedian. We went to his show. And to my surprise, funny show, by the way. To my surprise, uh, as we're walking out, he's standing by the exit and he's got like t shirts for sale and stuff. And uh, I see him and I go, oh, shit. And I walk right up to him and I say, now listen, dude, this guy fucking finished my sentence, okay? I went halfway and he joined me and he finished the sentence. And I go, I walk up and I go, hey, you pumpkin pie haircutted freak. <laughs> and he like immediately joined in. And when I was done, he goes, hey, you've been waiting a while to tell me that, haven't you? And uh, I started laughing. It's like, all right, man, great show. And this and I bought a shirt from him. So his uh, his sales pitch worked. But uh, that's from the Dumb and Dumber movie, man. So do you remember that? The motorcycle cop? You fellas been doing a little boozing? Sucking back on grandpa's cough medicine? Give me that booze, you pumpkin pie cutter freak. Come on. No? Nothing? All right. Well, I tried. I thought it was a nice moment. Shit, dude. I mean, what do you want? I'm trying, everybody. I'm trying. All right. Jesus Christ. Okay, moving along. Speaking of freaks, oh my God, James, you can't say that. Uh, I can say what I want. Uh, I recently stumbled upon some videos of these <clears throat> Siamese twins. Ah, oh, you can't say that no more, James. The proper terminology. 
is conjoined twins. Oh, God. All right. It's another one I got to cross off my my lexicon. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Conjoined twins. Abby and Lacey or Abby and Brittany or some shit like that. These white girls are like, the, I think they're uh, grown up now. And it's like, a, you know, it's a two-headed person. All right. Just a body with two heads. Pretty wild shit. Now, I was watching these videos, and I'm a generally curious person in nature, and a lot of questions start pumping through my mind. So they're having this interview, and she's saying that, when I eat something and I get a stomach ache, I feel it on her side, but she doesn't feel it. And if she gets a stomach ache, she feels it on my side. I'm saying, what the hell? So then I'm thinking, all right, so they both have stomachs, they both eat, I guess if one of them eats, it doesn't supply the other one. How does that work? If if one of them doesn't eat at all, if they go on like a hunger strike, will they starve to death? Or will they like suck nutrients out of the, the other girl's side? How does that work? And then if she dies, does that mean the other chick will die? What's happening? I don't get it. Do they have one heart? So how can she die? Who wants to live forever? <clears throat> but uh, also, if they both have to eat, that means they have they have to shit twice as much as a normal person. Now I'm used to that, but that sounds annoying. They got to wipe for two people. Ah, that's rough. Do they just have one butthole? That's what I'm assuming. There's so many questions. Now the one head controls that arm. And then the other head controls the other arm and the other two feet, I'm imagining, because they drive. And what's weird, too, is they have, okay, they got different brains, okay? But when they're talking, they're finishing each other's sentences and, like, saying words for each other. It's fucking bizarre. So I'm thinking, oh, because she goes, when we drive, she controls the brake and the gas, and I help steer, all right? And I'm thinking like a person, what if something, you know, jumps out in the road and one of them pulls the wheel one way, the other pulls the wheel the other way. (laughs) It's pretty wild shit. What about this? What about this? What if, so there's always an evil twin, right? Everyone knows that. What if the evil twin gets a hold of a gun and decides to shoot somebody? They both go to prison. What if she gets the death penalty? What happens then? There's too many questions. But the most important one, the one you're all thinking about, sexy time. Mm-hmm. I knew you were all thinking about it. Sexy time. If they find a guy to go along with it, which I'm sure they will. I'm sure there's someone out there that, that does it for them. Is that considered a threesome? Who feels it? Huh? Do they both climax? I have to know all the answers to these questions. I have to know. If they both have boyfriends, it's the same vagina. So Brad's your boyfriend, but I want to go out with with William. Is that cheating? (laughs) It's so fucking weird, dude. Are you with me on this? I would love to just sit down and interview this, these people, person, and ask all the hard-hitting questions. I would write a book on these people. I am fascinated. But what are the rules, man? Where, 
Where does the law rest? On which side? Yeah, they both have driver's license. I thought that was weird. I guess, uh, what, to be individuals? But yeah, and then what if they get pregnant? Who has the baby? Who? They're both the mother. Ah! Ah! Ha! If one of them shoots heroin, do they both get high? There's just so many questions I need to know. Somebody help me. Does anyone out there know any conjoined twins? Can you shed some light on this topic? Because I am fascinated. How do they get a hold of you, James? Great question. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. That's my email. I'm the only one that reads the emails. I'm not going to sell your email for beer money. I promise. You can email me about anything. You can send me some hate mail. Used to that. You can send me some fan mail. Haven't received one of those. Ask me any questions. I'll give you some answers. You have a movie recommendation. I'll watch it. You got a recipe? I'll make it. You got a song suggestion? I'll listen to it. You want to send me nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them. As long as they're tastefully done. I'll still look at them. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. All right. Great. I, I expect no emails, but uh, yeah, I'm still hopeful. All right. Speaking of whites. You can't say that, James. I'm a half-seas. I'm a hybrid. I'm not proud of it. That's the way it is. So I have a white trash side of my family. That's what I call them. <laughs> like I've mentioned before, as a child, I thought all white people smelled like Budweiser and cigarettes, but it happened just to be my side of the family, my mom's side. Uh, I learned later on that that wasn't the case. There's other whites that don't smell like that. It's like, oh, wow. Who knew? So a year or two ago, my dad, the bear, yeah, shit. He goes, hey, uh, I was wondering if you can if you can give me a hand one of these weekends. Uh, I got to do some work on the house. I'm like, oh yeah, what do you what do you got going? And it was the dead of summer, by the way, hot as fuck. <laughs> he decided it'd be a great idea to do some outside work on his house and on the roof. All right, great, good idea, Dad. Yeah, you know, uh, my patio, uh, some of the uh, some of the posts are, uh, are 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 rotten at the bottom, and we're gonna switch them out. All right. When, when are you going to do this? Uh, probably next weekend. All right. All right, I'll help you out. All right, great, thanks. So he, I come over. He has a one of my mom's family members coming to help, a guy that has a really rich construction background, so he knows how to do all this kind of shit. So I'm helping along, right? We're all working together. He's giving me orders. I'm doing it, doing a great job. I'm a great helper. Look at me. My dad's knees are shot. Uh, so he's not doing too much. So I'm the guy. <laughs> and this fucking guy, my, my dad, you know, he asked me to come help with the posts, right? And then afterwards, he's like, he's like throwing uh, little surprises in there for me. Oh yeah, so uh, I was also planning on uh, doing this and that. You think you can, do you have time? Like, that's not what you said. You said the posts. Yeah, I, I know, but it's got to get done. And, uh, you know, I was like, all right. Oh, it was the shingles on the roof. Yeah, some of the shingles are, they need to be replaced. I'm like, okay. And I go up there. I'm the one up there on the roof because the other old guy, his knees are blown out too. So I'm the guy up doing all the fucking work. <laughs> and then this guy, yeah, so, uh, 
Yeah, maybe next time. But I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta put some tar up there on in, in the corner of the roof and re tar it to seal it up before the storms come. Like, okay, when, when can you come back? I'm, I'll just do it now. No, it's it's too hot. I'm like, I'm already here. I'll just do it. And I'm already sweaty and hot. I'm already up on the roof. Give me the give me the stuff. Well, you don't have to do. It. I'm like, I'm not coming back. Just give it to me now. <laughs> I'm up there for like another forty five minutes putting all kinds of this roof tar shit on there. And then uh, I get down and we, you know, my mom has made dinner for everybody, an early dinner. And we're all hanging around eating. Now, I don't know this, uh, the, the uncle very well, my mom's uncle. So I'm asking him all these questions about the old days when he was a kid and where he came from and the other, you know, other states he lived and blah, blah, blah. And I'm asking about his past and it seems like he... Uh, He's a man of few words, and he seems to get out of there pretty quickly. He left, and I was like, huh. What do you suppose he left so soon? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Maybe he's got something to do. I'm like, hmm. And I say, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that the guy that was in prison for an extended period of time? He goes, yeah, that's him. <laughs> I go, okay, well, uh, you know, what did, he, what did he do? Oh, he was accused of of molesting a, a, a young girl. I'm like, what the, f- what? What are you talking about? Yeah, but it, it was, he says he didn't do it. I'm like, of course he says that. <laughs> and then she's like, well, and then one of your aunts saw that he had a, a naked picture of his daughter in his wallet one time. I'm like, oh God. But, but I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Doesn't that seal the deal for you? Doesn't that remove all doubt? <laughs> Fucking A, dude. <laughs> so weird. But she sent it to him. I'm like, oh, that makes it better. That makes it better. And it's like, well, he he did his time. It's like, yeah, I guess, but that's still pretty weird. You know, having him around. <laughs> Boy. I don't know, man. Thoughts? Is there any return from that? Can you come back from that? In your eyes, the listener. Think about that. I'm guessing if you have kids, it's a no-go. But, uh, hey, I guess he does good work for a, for a reasonable price. <laughs> so, uh, if any of you guys are interested, hit me up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Fuck it. Well, speaking of weird old guys. That's your segue, James. Uh, yeah. I mean, I told you I still got a lot of notes that are not related. So, uh, I'm trying to squeeze them in. That's good, see? So, one day, I went to Sprouts. I don't know if I talked about this one already. And I was coming out of the store, Sprouts. I hardly ever go there, but uh, it doesn't matter why. I'm coming out of the store with my shopping cart, and I'm, I'm texting someone back. So, I got my phone, you know, laying like on the cart, holding it, and I'm texting, and I'm walking out. Now, I'm, I'm pretty good about that. I can still, I'm aware of my surroundings unless I'm moron that's like looking down and not paying attention. Like most people you see, I am far better than most people. <clears throat> so this fella outside the door, I see him stop as I'm coming out and I immediately look up and we lock eyes and he goes, oh, this is some old guy. He goes, ah, I thought you were going to run into me. I go, nope, nope, not, not me. He goes, yeah, a lot of you youngsters. He goes, you're always looking down at your phones and, uh. And you know, you wouldn't do that in Vietnam. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this guy having a flashback like in real time? And he's staring at me. And I go, yeah, 
I guess not. He goes, no, no, you wouldn't do that. You keep your eyes up and you look around all the time. All right. He goes, I came home in 1975. And I'm staring at him. All right, have a good day. (laughs) And he walks away. What the hell just happened? What just happened? I got scolded. And uh, I guess I got scolded, right? Or, you know, indirectly. I'm just lumped into these uh, these new kids that don't pay attention. That are going to get shot by the Viet Cong for looking down at their phones. I don't know what the fuck happened. But uh, I guess that's my... My lesson for you guys, don't look down at your phones. You might get shot by a Vietnamese guy. All right, moving right along. <laughs> All right, another uh, another experience I had through my travels in life. I saw this uh, one day. I was at a baseball game for my kid. This was last season. And I'm in line to get snacks. Between, between his two games, I'm going to get him something to eat. And I'm in line for the snack bar. And there's this younger girl standing in front of me with her dad. And dude, listen, this doesn't compare to the weirdo that I just mentioned. All right? It's not, it's not in my blood at all. But this little girl was really beautiful. Oh, my God, James. I just told you. I just told you. Unrelated. But you're related to him, James. Not to him. I'm saying uh, this story is unrelated to that. That. All right? Really beautiful young girl. Her eyes were intense, like this green, this fucking crazy, vividly bright green, right? And she had uh, like darker hair, so they just popped. Insane. And she had like, you know, light skin. So all of it just popped. Her eyes were standing out. Her dark hair emphasized everything. And I'm like, holy shit. This girl's going to be a fucking beautiful woman when she gets older, right? And then right after that thought, this little girl turns to her dad and she's like, Hey, I told you I don't want to get anything here. I said I wanted Chick-fil-A. They don't have what I want here. They just have hot dogs and like boring stuff. I wanted Chick-fil-A. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. She's a cunt. <laughs> like a, a second ago, I'm like, oh my God, she's going to be a beautiful woman. And the next, the next thing... Comes out of her mouth, there's all this garbage of horse shit. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. There you go. There you go. It's ruined. You know, there's no hope. Am I conveying what I'm trying to convey? I just said it's like a waste. It's a waste. All the, like, the beautiful eyes, right? It's a waste because she's going to grow up to be a cunt. Ah, oh, ah. Oh. Come on, man. Is there hope? I don't think so. There's no turning back now. It's just going to get worse from here. I guess what I'm telling you people is, besides looking out for Vietnamese that are trying to kill you, look out for pretty girls that will make your life miserable. All right? Because just because they're pretty on the outside doesn't mean they're pretty on the inside. That's been your dangerous tip of the week, everybody. So long. James, you still have more show to go. Oh, fuck. All right. Well... (laughs) Uh, okay. Uh, where do we go from there? Try to get, try to get out of this one. Uh, oh, okay. I got one. Speaking of wild creatures, that's a stretch, James. Well, I guess I saw this video of this guy. I don't know what state he was living in. It's probably, uh, eh, Montana, Alaska, <clears throat> one of those. 
he's taking his trash out, right? Right outside, his trash can's down to the street. He's taking his trash down to the street where the can is already. And he's not really paying attention. He's walking out. And he uh, throws the trash in the street. Meanwhile, there's a moose. This giant fucking moose across the street in the neighbor's house looking at him. And as he's putting the trash in there, the moose starts <laughs> to walk towards him. And the guy's like, oh! And he runs. Oh, no! And he runs back in the house. Now, look. That's probably not a good story. But <laughs> my point is, if I lived anywhere where there's fucking moose or bear... I'm not just like willy-nilly walking out like an idiot da, 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 in the snow, right? I'm expecting or I'm looking out for whatever's whatever's coming, right? Whatever's coming. I don't think that's a good time to let your guard down when you're living in the wilderness. Pretty lame, James. Agreed, but I will double down. The other day, I saw a raccoon. Coon. Every time we have a raccoon in the back porch, mama just chase him off with the broom. Not a raccoon, you idiot. I'm not going to say it. Not going to say it. You almost had me. Raccoon. So my dog, Jack, he's 25 pounds. And uh, this fucking raccoon, so based on him, he has nothing to do with the story, but based on Jack being 25 pounds, this fucking coon that I saw outside my truck one night when I was working late, he was, he must have been, I'm not joking, he must have been 50 pounds, giant fucking raccoon, all right? And he's looking at me from across the way, and uh, I have a, uh, I had a headlamp on, on my head, so I can have my hands free in case I gotta deal with any crooks and criminals, because I'm a cop, right? Something like that. And they're fucking, you know, like the nocturnal animals and their eyes glow back at you, so creepy. And then in the distance, what gave it away, there was a cat over there watching the raccoon, and I saw his ass fucking sneaking off in the in the shadows because of his glowing eyeballs right so anyway this raccoon starts to climb this tree but he's look he's like got his eyes on me the whole time like i'm gonna get out of here so that, that's one thing a raccoon creeped me out i can't imagine a fucking moose or a bear prowling around my front yard crazy shit sorry i had to uh, take a little quick break because one of my colleagues called me for a question you know what? That leads me right into my next topic. Uh, great timing there, colleague. So uh, my coworker, they call... So anyway, there's some new guys that were hired. And, uh, you know, I've been at this racket for a little while. So I'm one of the seasoned veterans at this point, which is weird that I'm one of the guys, right? Like, he's one of the guys. Ask him. He knows. <laughs> now, I've been faking it so long that I think I actually learned a thing or two. You ever heard that expression, fake it till you make it? Well, I don't think I've made it, but I'm still faking it. So uh, I think I've been at this thing like uh, eight and a half, nine years. And I'm going to tell you something, boys and girls. Well, I'll get into that afterwards. So uh, there's these new guys that are looking to me for advice and for questions and all that shit. So I think it's pretty weird. When I first started, I was lost. It was a it was a, a whole new world, but not in a good way. It was scary. I was nervous. I wanted to do a good job, but I also didn't want to show them how incompetent I was because <laughs> because through the training, I think I got lucky a lot, and uh, my charm and charisma, you know, helped me get through that shit. But my skill level wasn't there. I'll be honest with you. So, and then on top of that. 
Oh man. So you're uh you're out with uh with a trainer for like a week, a whole week, forty hours, and you're you're the right it's like a ride along. Somewhat like a police officer. Wink wink. And this fucking guy was a retiree that they had come back for training purposes. Now look, this was an old black fella. Why does it matter he's black, James? It doesn't matter. I'm just using my my words of paint to paint you a uh, visual in your little head there, okay? Old black fella. And he's my trainer for the week. And this fucking guy did not help me at all. We go into these situations and he would show me what to do a little bit. And then sometimes he'd be like, all right, uh, g- g- get out the way. Let me, let, me, let me show you how to do it. And he would uh, <laughs> make me get out of the way. <laughs> and he would do stuff, arrest criminals and apprehend suspects and whatnot. And then, uh, you know, a little while into it, like a day or two, he'd be like, all right, you seem like you can probably take care of this one. I'll, I'll be here in the vehicle waiting for you. I'm like, you motherfucker. I was like, oh, yeah? Yeah, 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 go ahead. I'd come back, he'd be asleep. Fucking asshole. And then, uh, you know, no surprise here, everybody. For lunch, he wanted to go get some fried chicken. I'm not kidding. I'm not making it up. That's the truth. Every day you wanted fried chicken. All right? KFC, churches, whatever. Whatever you can find. That's where he wanted to go. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. <laughs> so anyhow, I know what it's like to be new and not know what you're doing and be nervous and it's scary and a whole thing. So now I can give back, right? Because I've been there. I've been where they are. And so this one guy, he calls me like every day, multiple times. He's like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm bugging you. And I go, nah, don't ever feel like that. I told him the whole shit. Dude. I, was, I was in your shoes and I had some friends and a good supervisor who was cool as shit. And they, were all, they helped me out all the time. I was calling them all the time. So if I can do that for someone else, like, all right, I want to give back. Now it's my turn. He's like, oh, I appreciate it. So anyhow, I fucking hate this job. I have grown to hate it and I decided to make a move so uh, as you know actually come Valentine's Day I'm out well same uh, same same uh, company but a different position and I'm gonna try something different way different and um, good fucking riddance is all I can say Oh boy! So it's exciting, everybody. Exciting times. I've been uh, I've been kind of fucking sad and depressed for a while. Turns out I was drinking every day. I never knew why. Turns out I just hated my life. Who knew? <laughs> uh, no, not the life. Just just that job, and it was really really weighing on me. And I'm out. And now these new guys are like you're leaving. It's like yep. Say you know that motherfucker. I'm out. So exciting times, everybody. I got some, uh, I got another, a little pip in my step. Is that the expression? Whatever it is, something's in my step. And uh, yeah, things are looking up, everybody. We'll see. I'll probably hate this as well, but uh, at least it's different. It'll be a different kind of hate. <laughs> Stay positive, right? All right. And uh, speaking of that, speaking of misery and agony, how about we look at something to do with death, everybody? A new segment called well i don't have a name for it yet so let's have a placeholder um uh, i don't know uh, let's see danger hour and time time to die <laughs> what was that 
Uh, let's do a little better than that. Hold on. Let's do this. Production value, everybody. Hold on. Hold on. And now, the new segment. Time to... Yeah, how's that? <laughs> Death. All right. In this uh, in this episode of Time to Die, oh boy, this Kansas guy decided to go on a hunting trip with his buddy, and his buddy brought his dog. Uh-huh, I think you heard about this one. They're driving along. In the back seat was the all their gear, the rifles, and the dog. The dog is the dog of the friend, okay? The guy driving. The dog uh, steps on the rifle, and his little paws, little f- uh, little f- uh, finger thing. How's it? Was it? Was it called? Uh, claw. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> his little claw pulls the trigger, and it shoots the passenger in the back, dead. He's dead. Death by dog. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? But I have thoughts, everybody. What if the dog didn't do it at all? What if the driver set this whole thing up? Hmm? Shot his buddy in the back? He might have a motive. I don't know. I'm not a detective on the case. And then, you know, oh, the dog did it. He stepped on the trigger. Why are their guns loaded with no safety facing them? (laughs) <laughs> Sounds stupid. I don't know. Uh but yeah, I guess uh I guess he got away with it. I guess this dude just fucking got away with murder. Or maybe he didn't. Maybe it was a dog. I don't fucking know. Uh but that's just a wild way to die, huh? Getting killed by a dog. It's reported that the uh, the dog was black. Uh, nothing to do with anything. Just, uh, just a detail that I thought should not be overlooked. All right. And so that was Death by Dog in our very first brand new segment. Time to die. All right, I think right now would be a great time to check in with our radio affiliate to get a look at sports. K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y. And now for your K-G-A Sports Report, we take you live to sports expert Dan Drizzles. NFL quarterback Tom Brady just announced his retirement for the second time. And speaking of retired, we're all tired of you, Tom. And like Giselle, we're done. So stay away. For good this time. And that was your KK Sports Report brought to you by 80 for Brady. Oh, God, he's doing movies now? K-G-A-Y, K-G-A-Y.
And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone is such a great actor, is he also a great singer? Today, we find out the answer to that very question when we place Sylvester Stallone singing vocals on Johnny Cash's version of Hurt. And here it goes. Like beneath the stains of time The stains are pretty deep, you know the how to come out The feelings disappear like a ghost And you are, you're someone else But me, I'm still right here And you're like, what have I become, you know My sweetest friend it's good to have a friend, you know? Like everyone I know, they wind up going away. In the end. And you, you can have it all, you know? All this, all this you see here. My empire of dirt. I mean, it's more than dirt, there's lots of money and stuff too. I will let you down. And also, like, I will make you hurt If I could start again From the beginning Like a million miles away It's a long way Long way to go And like I would keep myself Alright And you know Whatever it takes I will find a way You know Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the vocals of Johnny Cash's edition of Hurt. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. And now it's time to start closing out the show with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy it sounds everybody all right i fancy that it's a segment in which i get to talk about something positive for a change that's right something that makes me happy something that fills me with joy something that i can bestow upon you to enrich your life look at me i can be your hero babes i can take away your pains <clears throat> keep going okay i will stand by you forever you can take my breath away. Okay. <clears throat> I can be your hero. 
Did you say taquito, James? I said Jorhiro. All right. I fancy that. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. This one. This one. This is everything. Everything to me. You might even say it's everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh Uh-oh. See what I did there? Pretty clever. Now, listen. I am not a spoiler guy. But I am going to spoil the shit out of some of this movie. So, with my time-traveling ability, uh, I'll be right back. Boop. Greetings. This is James from the future. James from the future. If you'd like to skip all the spoilers, you must skip ahead to one hour, two minutes, and 35 seconds. And that way, you will have no spoilers. But if you don't care, please proceed. But don't say, I didn't warn you. Future James out. Boop. All right. There was your spoiler uh, warning. So here we go. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh my God. I fancied the fuck out of this movie. And literally it became my number one favorite movie of all time. But James, how can that be? It's got Asians in it. Oh, what are you, what are you trying to say? What are you accusing me of? That doesn't matter. A good movie is a good movie. I don't hate the Asians. James, you're constantly talking bad about them. Oh, horse shit. Get out of here. Not true. Anyhow, uh, from I never really saw much of the previews, but I knew from what I saw a while back, I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. It's getting into the multiverse, that kind of shit. I love that. I lo- I'm all in with any kind of time travel movie or any kind of multiverse movie. I'm fucking in. I'm in. So I've always wanted to see it. I wanted to see it in the theater. But I just never had the opportunity. I've been, it's been fucking crazy with work and uh, blah, blah, blah. So I always wanted to see it, never got around to it. And then I hear that the Oscar nominations come out and this movie's like leading the pack. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, that's right. I got to watch it. Now I really want to watch it. It's gaining all this steam. So I'm like, all right, I got to see it. So I get it off the red box. Mm-hmm. It's an old uh, primitive method, but it worked. So uh, I don't, I tell the wife, like, let's watch this movie. She doesn't know anything about it. I hardly know anything about it. All I know is it has to do with the multiverse. That's it. We put it on. And at first, I'm like, okay, I'm not really sure what to expect. And then, oh, baby, it gets fucking crazy off the wheels. Like, this is a wild ass movie. The most, probably the most insane fucking movie I've ever seen. It's insane. Now, look, this is the movie I was hoping that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was going to be like. This is what I was hoping that movie would be. That movie was shit. This movie is fucking incredible. And it gets wild. Like the wildest, craziest shit you can... You probably can't even imagine it. That's how wild they go to. Like, oh, look at this. That's nice. And then uh, it gets wacky and crazy and all that stuff. Anyway, the reason I love this movie so much... Now, look, I'm going to turn a lot of you guys off right now when I start talking about this. But it's true. And it blew my fucking mind while I was watching it. The significance of my life experiences... Getting to see this on the fucking screen while I'm watching it. And like, oh, someone gets it. That's another reason why, or the, maybe the main reason why I loved it so much. Because, and here we go. I can see the eyes rolling already. Mushrooms, man. <laughs> I've had some wild experiences on mushrooms where I've seen some incredible things and I've gone on these majestic journeys and uh, I've talked to uh, other people 
And the people that I've talked to about it that have had experiences of, the, of their own have never gone to the lengths that I have. Now, listen, I don't know why that is. I don't have any clue why some people can take this shit and it's like, yeah, I saw cool colors. I was having a good time. It was fun. I don't know if I'm hypersensitive to it. I don't know what's happening, but I go fucking deep. And I'm not even talking about with a whole bunch of, uh, you know, the quantity. I'll take the same quantity as someone else and I'm fucking gone, man. I'm in, I'm in other dimensions seeing wild shit I can't even explain to you. Now, a few of the things I'll touch on with this movie, I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but a few of the things in this movie I, I completely related to and I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. One of them is uh, when she's trying to talk to everyone about what she has seen and what's going on in the multiverse and they're all like, they're all the husband and the daughter are looking at her like she's a fucking whack job. I have had the same feeling because I'm trying to describe to people what I saw and what's happening and what, you know, what the fucking universe showed me, man, or whatever. And they're looking at me the same way, like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I really connected with that, with that scene. I was like, oh, I fucking know exactly how that feels. The other thing is the daughter winds up being sort of like a, like a godlike being. She can, uh, she can, you know, go through different multiverses and she can pretty much create whatever she wants. Now, listen, dude, seeing that, I had a, a trip just like that where I was entering different dimensions or multiverses and seeing different forms of existence and different forms of life and uh, shit I can't, even, I can't even tell you about because it's something I can never even possibly imagine. When I saw it, I recognized it at the time, but when you come back, it's like it's too much to even try to explain. And it's crazy. And uh, it gets so deep to the point where you know, you feel like language is bullshit. <laughs> and no matter what I tell you, you're never going to believe me anyway. So what's the point of even talking about it? And also, she's kind of she's kind of godlike where she can create all this different shit in, in these different multiverses. And I've had the same kind of experience where it's it feels like you have godlike powers. Like you can create your own worlds while you're up in your, we call it up in space, up in your own head. No, it's it's all creative, wild shit. And, but you feel lonely because there's no one else to share it with because in your head you feel like, like, nothing, like nothing's real. And they even say, I even had the same thought that that, that girl said. Nothing matters. Because I felt the same way. It's like, yes, let's say we are God. I'm talking to you, the listener, right now and me. Maybe you are just another version of me, okay? Maybe God is maybe God is creating infinite possibilities infinitely and experiencing them in an infinite number of ways. So, for example, if you want to think of the concept of, of infinity, it's hard to wrap your head around. This is forever and ever and ever and ever. So, if you're God or a God-like being, why wouldn't you experience every version of everything forever, Right? So why wouldn't you be you? Let's say your name is Bill. You work in accounting. <laughs> so if you're God and you have infinite time and you want to entertain yourself, why wouldn't you play the, it's like a video game, you know, like, like the Sims. Why wouldn't you play Bill in accounting and, do, and have every variation of Bill's life? All right. So Bill, uh, he got the accounting job. 
he bought a Prius. Now in this version, I'm going to buy a, uh, I'm going to get an expedition. <laughs> Instead of making that right turn, I'm going to go left. And you're going to just be Bill in infinite number of ways, right? Instead of getting married at a young age, you decide to hold off, go to college. So you're experiencing Bill's existence in every possible facet. Now take that and go to the next person. Go to you, you, the listener. And now uh, you experience life as you in every possible way because it's a fucking game and you're curious and you want to see what will happen. And so you create this whole thing with all these rules because what's, what's the fun in just doing whatever all the time? You got to have rules to make it more interesting. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. And so this movie touches on all this stuff. And she winds up saying, what's the point? There's no point. Because there is no point. Because it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and then, uh, all right, well, I'm going on and on. So another part of the movie is that they wind up being, so the, the daughter and her mother, and they wind, it winds up being like, you know, you need someone to experience this with. And at one point, they become rocks in the middle of nowhere. They're just rocks. But they're communicating to each other, not with, not with speech, just uh, communicating like telepathically. I've had the same kind of shit, same kind of experience where I was tripping so hard that I, wa- I was sitting outside by myself, dozing off or zoning out, whatever you want to call it, and I wound up being in a total emptiness of space, complete nothing. And there was another being was just there next to me. You can't see anything. You just felt that it was there and we were communicating with no language, just with uh, like, you know, telepathically. And the other being wanted to interact with me. And the other being, whatever it was, created, like put some kind of color or something on this black canvas of nothingness. That it created something. I don't even know what it was. It was a long time ago. And so then me as the other being, like recognizing, oh, this person kind of wants to play creatively. So then when it was my turn, I added something to the little canvas or whatever you want to call it. And then the other being added something. This whole time, we're just seeing what the other one's doing and adding like a layer to it. Next thing you know, we had created life on earth as we know it today because it would be like, all right, now I'm going to put the water. Okay, well, I'll put put dirt. I'll put fucking uh, people. Okay, well, they'll they'll look different. They'll have different languages. And we kept just layering and layering and layering until we have modern life. And it wound up just becoming like this exercise in creative creativity. And so when I saw this scene of the two rocks communicating telepathically, I'm like, holy fuck, yes! It's fucking nuts, man. So I'm sure I lost all of you. Uh, maybe there's a couple that get it, but uh, yeah, dude. So that for, that for all those reasons, this fucking movie like hit me in my soul. And it's it's it was it was insane to me to like oh fuck dude finally somebody gets it the way I get it not like I'm better than anyone but the like my perspective someone else has been there too and it felt good and after the movie was over I was like oh my god yes yes brilliant brilliant so um because it's so deeply personal to me I'm sure a lot of people won't feel the same way as I do but. <laughs> but uh i i thoroughly fucking enjoyed this movie and the and the messages behind it and because i had the same kind of message too 
the end of this movie was pretty much like, oh, dude, and then and the guy who is like the you call him Doctor Jones. That's the kid from Indiana Jones. He winds up being the husband who did a fucking great job. There's one scene towards the end when he says, oh, I'm gonna fuck it up. He says something like, uh, you know, I just wanted to do laundry with you in this existence or whatever, like however he said it. And I was like, yes. So the point is, no matter what existence you're experiencing at this moment, because it's going to be infinite, enjoy the way it's going now and appreciate the way it is now because the next time you're going to exist and experience life, it's going to be a completely different experience and uh, a whole different way to look at it. So, hey, if, if you got a shitty, if you fucking hate your job, <laughs> that's a bad example. After I shit on my job, take it back. If Let's just say you, you're doing something where you feel like you're not, you're not living up to your life's potential. Maybe, and maybe this is a cop out, I don't fucking know. Maybe it's like, hey, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in this, in this version of me. I'll have other opportunities. And this actually, and actually all my experiences with, with mushrooms has, has removed my fear of dying and you know what happens afterwards. Now it's like, all right, well, I think what happens next is just another, experiencing another version of uh, life, no matter what that could be, whatever you can imagine it would be. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe there's no fucking aliens out there because this is, this is the existence that's going on now. It's not out there. We're past like the video game. You, we've reached the end of the map. You can't go out there. There's nothing out there. It's just <laughs> it's just like a bunch of nothingness. And the more you look out there, the more will be created, but there'll still be nothing. Who fucking knows? Um, so yeah, enjoy this existence for what it is. And uh, you'll, have an, you'll have more opportunities down the road to do something different. But right now, you're who you are, doing what you do, and follow your instincts. That's, what, that's also what it taught me. Follow your instincts. Whatever you feel like you should do is the right thing to do because that's, that's the path you have in this experience, in this life. So that's what you're supposed to do. That's why you have them. All right? I know that was long-winded, but uh, hey. <laughs> there it is. So I fancy everything, everywhere, all at once. Both uh, the movie and, and everything on the Everything Bagel. So all that. I fancy that. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right, it's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you! Uh, all right, the fuck you moment is the opposite of I fancy that. This is where I get to be negative again. You thought I was going to end on a positive note? You fool! No way, man. We're going to end on a negative note, as always. Let me do some bitching and moaning. As per usual, and then we'll call this, well, you know what? I didn't think I was going to hit an hour today. I was really stretching, but here we are. Okay, so fuck you. Oh, here we go, man. I got a buddy who sent me a photo. Let's just call him Eric. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to Eric. He sent me a photo of uh, these Band-Aids, man. And uh, oh, yeah, what's the big deal, James? Just some band-aids. What's the big? No big a deal. No big a deal. They're called our tone band-aids. Oh my god, fucking woke horse shit. So the woke, the wokeness. They also uh, 
you know, they turn their ugly head to profits. How do we get people to pay more money for dumb bullshit? All right, well, we'll jump on the woke train, right? And the woke train doesn't only cancel, it creates opportunity. These band-aids are different shades of skin color because (laughs) when I'm looking for a band-aid, I'm trying to match my skin color. Can you believe this shit? I could not fucking believe it. Could not, would not believe it. But there it is. What do my wondering eyes should appear? Yeah, he sent me a photo of these uh, these band-aids, these two boxes, and one of them, <laughs> one of them is more like a more like a, a molasses color, while the other one is more like for the Mexican peoples, like a brown color. So if if your skin is a little more brown than normal. You get the other one, the Arton. It's a BR-45 because they know goddamn well they're not going to call it Mexican. <laughs> hey, a Band-Aid tone. You get the Mexican one. What if you're light-skinned black? Do you still wear the Mexican one? Uh-oh. That's why they stick with BR-45. And instead of calling it uh, the black one or the molasses one, they call it BR-55. They're woke, but they're not that woke, right? I think it's funny, dude. They're not even that far off from each other. It's slightly darker. <laughs> but is that is that a an is that one of the things you're looking for when you got a little boo boo, trying to make the bandaid look invisible? Aren't they always like that bright color? Is that how white people are colored? I don't know. I thought they were just like a standard color, like that brownish, you know. Or oh, or were they always supposed to be flesh toned? For the, uh, the peach peoples. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But I thought it was so fucking funny. And ridiculous. Yeah. Eric says, uh, you know, for this for this segment purpose, I'll call him Eric. He says, uh, James, has Johnson and Johnson gone woke? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. It doesn't end there. Probably. I'm sure there's more products out there. But uh, that's what I'm going to focus on today. Because that's what it was sent to me. Mm-hmm. Easy lifting. <clears throat> Hell, if you have a fuck you were fancy that I could steal, or I, or I can, you know, do it in, in your... Shout out to you. I'll do it. The Danger Hour. AO.com. So, uh, let me see. You know what? I'm going to throw in another fuck you that I heard recently. I mean, this is like... Uh, there's no real comedy in this, but uh, I'm still outraged about it. You ever heard of this, like, obesity pill? That's right. They say, uh, your children are obese. So take this pill and it'll cure their obesity. But you do have to take it for life. Oh, go fuck yourself, dude. Please don't play into this. Any of you out there? There's no secret magic pill that the pharmaceutical companies are going to, oh, look what we found. Why don't you take this for the rest of your life? There is no profit in cures, right? You've heard that before. I'll put on my tinfoil hat. But think about it. They're not trying to cure people. They're trying to make money. It's a business. Why? Why would they try to cure you? And there's no more money to be had. Don't buy into this horse shit. And you know what? On, an, on the same note, I visited a, a relative recently who's been taking some kind of depression medication. And dude, this person is fucking like passing out during the day when normally they would not be falling asleep. And uh, I don't fucking like it, man. It's uh, it's really shit. They're taking depression medication, but it's making me depressed seeing them the way they are. Because it's not how they usually are. 
And so these fucking pills, man, if you can avoid taking any pills and go that route, I think most, uh, most people's fucking hangups have to do with being overweight. So, hey, why don't you try the Jamesy Poo diet? Get allergic to dairy and gluten. And next thing you know, the pounds are falling right off. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. I can't even, I can't eat anything now. So uh, there you go. There you go. I'm tired. I'm tired of the diarrheas, everybody. That's all. So make love, not war. Uh, anyway, so all those things. Yeah, that's right. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do her. Do her, James. Yep. If you didn't do her, you should have done her. Uh, until we meet again, I'm going to go to training with my new position. So wish me luck. I hope I don't fail. There is a high fail rate. But uh, I'm confident. You might say stupidly confident, but hey, <laughs> let's see what happens. But uh, coming up is a Super Bowl between, uh, let's see, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Now, I was hoping the Bills would go through, but they fucking dropped the ball. Oh boy, they fucking blew it to the Bengals. And uh, anyway, when the championship games, it was the Niners versus the Eagles. I was going for the Niners and Boy, did they fall apart. But what a fucking crazy turn of events. I don't know if you guys follow football, but let me just give you the breakdown real quick. They had a real hot shot, the 49ers, in the beginning of the season. He goes down for the season. Oh, great. I guess we're stuck with our same old guy we had who we don't like anymore. And they wind up getting a winning record, totally killing it. He breaks his leg. Oh, now what are we going to do? Let's uh, let's have our fucking backup rookie. We don't expect much out of him. He goes on a fucking tear, and oh man, championship game, right? During the fucking game, he gets hurt, fucks up his arm. He's done, out of the game. Now like the fourth string guy goes in there. He gets fucking hurt in the same way that the other guy got hurt. And now what? They put the other guy back in, now it's just handing it off to a running back the whole rest of the game. It was a shit show. Fucking Shit show. What a, what a horrible way for them to lose their, their season, huh? Uh, I'm sure you don't care, but the Eagles win. Next up is the Bengals versus the Chiefs. I got to be honest. Eric, cover your ears. He's a Chiefs fan. I was hoping to see a Niners-Bengals Super Bowl, but that didn't happen. The opposite is happening. <laughs> so now it's the Chiefs versus the Eagles, and uh, it's brother versus brother, the Kelsey brothers. Oh, boy. Um, Eric sent me a video of the two brothers or the brother watching his brother play. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Beep, beep, beep. That's me backing up. The Eagles brother was watching the Chiefs brother on TV with their father. And then they wind up winning and the father's breaking down. Oh my God, my boys, they both made it. I'm so proud, right? But now it's got to be like, all right, brother versus brother. Who do you root for? Who wins? Who really wins? <laughs> The brothers can talk shit for life, but the father, he wins and he loses. Look at that. So in honor of Eric, if that's his real name, <clears throat> go Chiefs, I guess. James, aren't you a Raider fan? Uh, you know, blood is thicker than water. But you guys are not related by blood, James. All right, fine. Uh, blood, uh, go Chiefs. I don't fucking know. All right, that's going to do it. Everybody, thank you for joining me. And as always, I leave you with the same femme. Fantastic advice, and that's simply stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later.